Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday, and it's time for Money Wise Radio Show with the Money Guys. Or this morning, I should say the Money Guy. Pete Lance, hello there, buddy. Good morning, Phil. I'm not quite alone, but I am without my father this morning. We do have some special guests in the studio to make up for uh, his absence, however. And we certainly do. It's a full studio filled with uh, very interesting folks. Uh, tell our audience what we're going to be uh, addressing this morning, Pete. Well, today, uh, the economy is getting better, of course, but there are still quite a few people who are unemployed looking for work. Uh, the uh, the job market in the South Coast is improving, but again, there are a lot of people still looking for work, and there are a lot of people uh, that we cater to who are either retired, thinking about retirement, uh, and those people may want to get a part-time job or something else in their golden years. So we're looking to talk today about everything that you can do to uh, sharpen up your resume and your interview skills and the best way to go about and search for that new career, new job, uh, or part-time uh, job fulfillment. That sounds great. Uh, I know that uh, I'm looking forward to uh, staying at work until I'm uh, 95, Pete. So. I think my father is going to do at least 95. He might beat you. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to introduce to uh, the studio this morning, and um, we have three special guests here. So we've got the studio quite full, but I appreciate you all coming. Uh, we have from the Greater New Bedford Career Center, Sharon Martin and Deborah Rijo. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Nice to have you here. Thank you. And from East Coast Staffing Solutions, we have Matt Cohen. Hello, Matt. Hey, good morning. And we're going to go into some detail, again, about the best ways to go about finding a job if you don't have one currently or uh, possibly making a career change. Uh, so what are the, uh, some of the services that you offer at the New Bedford Career Center? Well... Hi, it's Hi. me, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> we, are, we offer a lot of great services at the Career Center. Um, our staff is fully trained to work with the job seekers. People can come into the Career Center, attend workshops, help with their resumes. Resumes are very important today. That's your marketing key to reemployment. We offer training programs. But most importantly, Deb and myself, we go out and we outreach to employers. So they, too, can work with us at the Career Center. A lot of people come into the career center. They want to hear that we made the connection. Mm -hmm. I also want to add to my name's Deborah Ridro. Good morning, everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, I also want to add mm -hmm. that many people think that they have to be unemployed to come to the career center, but that is not the case. We cater to everyone in the community. You can be unemployed, underemployed, or employed. Come on down. We do have opportunities for everyone. If you want to improve your career or just kind of step things up a bit, we'll give you some workshops and really, you know, hone in and make it make you very much job ready. Deb, give us an example, if you will, of somebody who is underemployed, for instance. Well, it could be even a college graduate that has come out and maybe they're looking for that next step and right now they have an entry-level job maybe they're in restaurant management and they're right now a server and they like to walk make their way up to a manager of a restaurant or a, a shift manager maybe there's some skills that we can help them out and maybe there's a job that we have posted I mean we've got restaurants coming in in the area it would be a perfect opportunity mm. 
Now, of course, there's many ways that, you know, somebody can go out and begin looking for a job, uh, begin their job search. They've got the newspaper. They've got, of course, online with Craigslist and Monster and, and all the other uh, services, including East Coast Staffing Solutions, uh, that are out there. Uh, what type of so, – so you basically work with employers and employees, and what kind of employers do you typically see, or is it a very wide range of employers that you see at the Career Center? Well, we outreach to everyone. East Coast Staffing – they're one of our employers. They work directly with us here at the Career Center. Um, we're out there all the time. We're on the waterfront. We're out reaching out to the you know, fishing industry because the season is coming. They'll be hiring. Warehouses, as we said, the restaurant industry. We have Jerry Remy's coming to the area, so we're already starting to work with them for their hiring needs. And the chicken. No, Buffalo Wild Wings. Of place. course. Everybody's yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but as far as what type of employees, there's no special type. They're all types. Mm. Whether it be someone looking for a home health aide, an individual mm -hmm. person. Yeah. As so, Matt, at East Coast uh, Staffing Solutions, what is your primary function, and uh, what is the best way to reach you? Well, good morning, everyone. Um, East Coast Staffing Solutions, we, we work with local employees in helping them uh, find people with Outside of other methods than just using the job boards, the career center, uh, we kind of offer our clients two types of services. We allow them to interview and hire folks from us to work on temporary assignments uh, where at the end of three months or whatever time frame, they're able to hire someone directly. And then we also offer them a permanent direct hire service where employers that generally are trying to fill niche positions if they're having difficulty on their own finding individuals, they can interview people through us and then hire them for permanent jobs uh, from day one. And anyone that's interested in working in that type of opportunity uh, can contact us. We're in the Howland Place building down on the south end, um, 651 Orchard Street, Suite 307. And our phone number is 508-990-7670. Thanks, Matt. Now, do either of your um, centers, your offices, offer any type of services in terms of uh, tightening up and cleaning up a resume, making it look better? Yes. As a matter of fact, we offer a resume workshop. We have – it's actually two parts. One is to actually create it and you put your skills down because what we found is many people are not aware of their skills. They work at an office job and they feel all they do is answer a phone. But there's so much going on there, the multitasking. So we, in our workshop, we draw that out. Mm -hmm. So the first part is actually putting that resume together, taking a look at your skills, see what's transferable, and the second part is getting behind that computer and putting it together. We also have noticed, too, that things are changing as far as resumes are concerned, the way they look, the way they're presented. So if you've been out of the market for a while, we can offer uh, the latest and the greatest and we can put it together for you and make you pre presentable. Now, you know what, Pete, I was wondering, somebody my age in their 60s probably hasn't uh, had uh, reason to put together a resume. So what does uh, somebody in, in my situation do, either Deb or Sharon? The same process. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll use an example of family member. My, mom's, my mom is looking actually right now for a job, uh -huh. part-time job, she's retired. Yep. And um, I said, you need a resume. She says, I've never needed a resume in my life. And she retired from the school department as a teacher. Yeah, I said, exactly. you need one now. 
I said, go online. <laughs> yeah. I want her to start on her own. I told her this today. Go online and look on how to put a resume together. Oh, my God. It's so, so it reversal. And we have actually young people who have never had to have a resume, and they come in the career center, and we work with them also. Here's the irony, Pete. Our kids are now telling us how and what to do. That usually <laughs> is what they happens. They want to uh, take away the typewriting, you know, the type print, I, and get the computer print. That's a big key there. <laughs> I, I, I can't personally, I, I can't stress that highly enough, that you really need to make sure that you do have a resume, that even if it's short, that you do have a resume and that it looks professional and looks clean and that there's no typos, no spelling typos. errors. Uh, we hired somebody about two or three months ago and we received well over 100 uh, resumes in the mail or online. And it was my duty to go through the resumes and pick and choose uh, the, the yes pile, the maybe pile, and the absolute no pile. And you wouldn't believe how many went to the absolute no pile just because the resume had so many, you know, spelling errors, typo errors. It, it was really pretty crazy. So I, I can't stress that enough. Make sure that you at least have somebody proofread your resume. Make sure that it looks good. And that in itself is a, a benefit for someone to register with an agency like East Coast Staffing Solutions or going down to one of the career centers is that they um, – I always relate it to if an employer is looking to fill a position, they run an ad on Monster.com, Craigslist, whatever the case might be, and they get inundated with resumes. And it could be like trying to get a drink of water out of a fire hose. Mm -hmm. And if they're registered with someone like East Coast Staffing Solutions or with the Career Center, you have somebody there that's speaking for you to the employer because we not only just send your resume just as you would to these employers, but we also get these employers on the phone. We talk to them about why we think that you are a good fit for that position there. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a great service. That's, uh, that's very mm -hmm. helpful. Um, what are some other things that people can do? I know that there are obviously a lot of online tools that people can utilize. If somebody's not computer savvy, can they go to either of your offices and use a computer and be sort of educated or walk through uh, certain online services such as Monster.com? Should they create a LinkedIn account and, you know, some of those things? To come into the Career Center, absolutely. We have what we call a resource room. So when you come into the career center, you check in with the front desk. I'm giving the process now. Okay. Good. And you fill out a membership form, and what we give you is a membership card. So at any time, you can scan into the career center and use the resource room. Now, as you were saying, you were asking, you know, with regards to um, helping you. You're not, you're, you know, you're not computer literate, but you got a little bit of skills. Yeah. We have a resource room staff that can assist you. You know me, don't you? <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> It's not true. But give us an example. For instance, um, here I've, uh, you know, my wife and I have been in one business most of our lives. And now uh, we're looking for something part-time. Are you going to look at our past and say, well, you have not only management skills, but also, and then start going down uh, the, the, the line and telling us other kinds of skills? And then what kinds of jobs would we be really qualified to fall into? Go ahead, talk about well, jobs. Actually, that is exactly what we would do mm -hmm. because we would take a look at what you've done in the past and uh, really have a list, and then you would be able to take your resume 
or even if it's just your transferable skills or your skills or qualifications, put something together on paper. When you come into the Career Center, we have a process, too, that once you have a resume and once you're a member, you can come in, you can put your name on our clipboard, and we have what is called a blue light special. That's a blue light, a blue light special. special. We know we're not Kmart. This is but. not like a blue plate special. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we, what we do is we have a clipboard and we have a blue light, and the, that alerts the job developers, the job specialists, that there is someone there that they need to talk to. And they will come up, they will get your name, mm -hmm. your resume, and then bring you to their cubicle, take a look at your resume, and then start doing some job matching. Awesome. And also give tips on yeah. resumes if you need to tweak something, but they will help you out. So it doesn't matter if you want a part-time job or a full-time job. We do that for everyone. You know, I just want to say that when they do that, if they have someone that they have seen a position, when Deb and I put up positions, all the job specialists at the Career Center get an email alert on these specific positions. And when they do that, and so say you came in, and I'm just going to say I needed a customer service manager. Sure. They'll call Deb and I over and say, hey, this person just walked in the door. Can you work with them? Yeah. Then they make the call to the company and say, we have someone sitting in here right what now that just came in the career service. Uh, Our unemployment people do the same thing. If someone comes in, mm -hmm. they're trying to open a claim, they see skills, they see that we have employers looking for those specific skills, they contact Deb and I to come over right away. We go right over and we talk to the individual. I give quality priority services. Yeah, it's I was just going to say what a great service all three of you provide. Uh, I did fail to mention or have you mention your contact information, how somebody could reach you and where your office is located, uh, if you could do that. Okay, the New Bedford Career Center is at 618 <clears throat> Acushion Avenue in New Bedford, and our main phone line is 508-990-4000. And my direct line, my name is Deborah Redro. I'm the business service supervisor, and my direct line is 508-990-4123. When did uh, you change the name and, in fact, the image from, uh, I remember it as, oh, the unemployment center and all this, but now it's the career center, a, a completely new uh, image and new brand. Do you like it? I love it. I love it, too. Let me tell I you really another do. story. I really do. I really love it. I was on unemployment many years, about four years ago when I tell this story, and I, and I received a letter to go to the career center for what they call a seminar to learn services. So, of course, I'm a little, like, they're not going to tell me how to look for a job. I know how to look, but I went to the use the services. Deb Rijo became my business. She worked with me with employment. I ended up with a state job at another career center and have since November been promoted back look to New Bedford. That. And now look at us. What a synergy. Now we're together. The Deb and Sharon show. And I, what do we the say Bobsy every day? The twins. Yeah. And jobs, jobs, jobs is our lingo. Exactly. And Phil, I do want to mention that a lot of people, that's how they remember us, is the unemployment office. We do that. We have about four representatives there at the moment. Uh, but most of the services are related to career services and employers and employees. That's awesome. It really is. Well, one thing that I'd like to ask is when somebody goes in there, do they have the same person who typically sees them all the same time every time that they go in there? Do they, do they meet with the same person or do they always meet with different people? Yeah, they, well, the blue light special, we'll say the walk-in. <laughs> That per, those are walk-in only services. They wouldn't come back and meet because most of the individuals and the uh, employees that they're working with at the career center are case managers and the, 
they would work with the people that are being trained right now. Okay. On a regular basis, they would check in with them while they're in training. As far as the people coming in just as a walk-in service, no, you're not guaranteed to see that person the next time. You might see someone else, which is really good because sometimes it's good to switch it up and meet another job specialist. Mm -hmm. You're going through the process. And they might have different ideas. Yeah. Um, whereas with Matt at East Coast uh, Solutions, Staffing Solutions, do, they, do people typically come and meet with the same person? Do they meet with you? Uh, how many people are on your staff? And uh, do people typically meet with the same people every time they come in? Yeah, generally when people come into East Coast Staffing Solutions, the if they're coming in on a, a walk-in or if we want to say the blue light, blue light special for uh, referring to the career center, um, they would meet with the same recruiter every time that they come in. And that individual will talk to them about you know what their aspirations are, what type of work ideally that they're looking for. They'll go over their resume with them if they don't have a resume. Uh, we have an application that allows them to kind of build an outline of what they've done, allows us to see what their skills are, um, and also let us know which one of our clients they might be a best fit at. And then from there, depending on what type of position that we feel that they're a best fit for, they could go meet with myself. Uh, we have a team of uh, four individuals in the office, and um, we kind of go cater what they're looking for. You know, Pete, maybe uh, I'll go into marketing in the future. And uh, as a marketing suggestion at East Coast Staffing Solutions, how about if you have a swirling yellow light for your specials, and uh, when they walk in, they'll be immediately attracted to uh, that job. <laughs> Like moths to a flame. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We've actually mentioned this before on past shows, but if you don't have a job or if you're retired and you're just looking for some extra income or something to do, take advantage of some of these services. I mean, they're free. These people are here to help you and take advantage of them and their knowledge and their computers. If you're not computer savvy, they'll be able to help you navigate through the computer and, and show you the different sites to go on to. And it's just a great service that they all provide. Uh, one of the things, Phil, you had mentioned before that you would need to create a resume or at least yeah. update your resume. Yeah. And that's true for a lot of people. Uh, even if you've been working, you may have been working for the past five years at the same place and you haven't updated your resume. So it's, it's important to do that to keep up with that. Uh, in today's USA Today, uh, on page 6B, the money section, there's an article about tips for gray-haired job searchers. We'll go into more detail about that um, you know, after the break, but we're going to go into some detail about what you can do out there uh, who are retired or who maybe lost your job to somebody younger and are looking for, uh, for work. It's, it's a tough thing to have to go through, but we'll give you some tips as to how to deal with that. You know, Pete, I was wondering, do we, uh, as we grow older, let's say uh, we're in our 60s and are just looking, as Pete said, for part-time work, do people in our position undersell our, our value, our experience, uh, all that we have done in life and settle for, well, I'll, I'll just be a cashier at a local department store or I'll just settle for something that's almost entry level and, uh, you know, just a beginner's job. Do, we, uh, do you find that happening? Yeah, I find that a lot. Um, I will even tell you that people in their 50s will come into the career center and they'll feel they're too old 
get a position. So we let them know you have the experience that employers are looking for today. Mm. Don't ever say or go on to an interview. Well, you know, I, I might be too old for this position, but I have the skills. And they do try to undersell because they're discouraged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dis- it's disheartening to hear when someone's been in a field. We have it 30 years, oh, and they've yeah. lost their job, and yeah. someone younger comes in or goes to two part-timers. We deal with this every day. So we have the passion for these people, and so we try to work with them. We don't ever want you to put yourself down because you can't beat experience, and employers can't pay enough for it today. You know, Pete, uh, also, not to interrupt, but I was wondering, Matt, um, when you see somebody experienced – uh, I know that in my situation, I would love to hire somebody who's had, you know, 10 years. Are you kidding? 20 years experience. It almost cuts down on training that person. They almost have it built in. Do you find the same that experience really equals a good value? Absolutely. It's, I mean, especially in today's market where a lot of people that are maybe not 50 years old, um, where they you know, haven't been to school, they don't have that work experience. And if an employer is hiring for a, we'll just say a machine operator position, you know, why would you want to bring someone in that you have to spend an extensive amount of time trying to train them without knowing if long term, if this person's going to work out and with people with experience, you not only have the the skills, but you could also see a track record of their job history of you know whether this individual has the ability to um, keep a job for a long time. And that's something that is very valuable to an employer where if somebody for the last 20 years worked at the same company, that's that's somebody that I want to hire because I know if I you know make them an offer and I bring them on board on board, odds are 10 years from now, they're still going to be working you know for me where you have the uncertainty with someone that you might have to train. Um, for that position. Mm. So a lot of employers would want to go with the more seasoned person. Let me tell you from my own perspective, I hear that there are hardly any jobs because of the high unemployment. I'm just under that impression. Change my mind. Tell me, no, you know, there are jobs available and, you know, there is opportunity here. I'm just under the misnomer because of all the stuff you hear on the news that, uh, you know, this is a high unemployment area. Deb? Well, actually, we have, I can say that things are getting better. Uh, In our perspective, we have employers constantly coming to us, and we're posting job orders in every type of industry. At the moment, as a matter of fact, we have the latest labor market information. And right now, retail and customer service is the number one area where the job market is going in that direction. And Another that one means that the economy is improving. Healthcare. Yeah, the economy is going. People are shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are shopping. shopping and they're going out to eat more. Right. And, and on, on my side, I, I work directly with a lot of employers in the area, and I've been working in this area for a number of years, mm-hmm. and regardless of what the unemployment rate is, I know that there are companies that in the last two or three years haven't been hiring they mm-hmm. they typically they have their busy season is usually come march april may in the past few years they haven't hired because they haven't had that spikes in their business whereas this year as i've been talking to people 
Um, they've been telling me we are going to need people come mid, you know, mid-May. I had uh, an employer up in, in Freetown the other day said, hey, we have this big order that we have to get out in July, and we need to start bringing some people in in the middle of May. So regardless of you know, what the unemployment numbers have been saying, businesses are getting better, they're getting stronger, and, and they are hiring. We only have about a minute left before the break, but um, when we come back, we'll go into more detail about some tips that you can have for your resume, some do's and don'ts, some maybe buzzwords that you might have. But again, what a valuable service you offer. And employers, Matt just said it, employers were seeking him out and his company out as well as the career center because they know that people are looking for a job. So what better place to begin your search than at one of these two centers? Because employers are there looking. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll go a little bit more. We'll go into some further tips about uh, finding a career or a part-time job if you are uh, retired. And uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to The Money Wise Radio Show on AM 1420 WBSM. Welcome back to Money Wise Radio Show on this Sunday morning with Peter Lance. And am I ever so grateful to you, Pete? As uh, I'm grateful to you, Phil, as I am every single week, and especially this week without my father here to uh, sort of lead the charge. And I'm sure you and I could talk, just the two of us, but it is nice to have the guests to, to fill in some of the airtime as well. And also... So that your dad doesn't question me about Plato and Socrates. <laughs> oh, Phil, you reminded Aristotle. me. Oh, which no. Greek philosopher said? <laughs> oh, no, I won't go there. <laughs> That's why it's such a joy. <laughs> this Sunday is Phil's uh, Phil's break from from the regular quizzing of my father. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about a very interesting subject here, Pete. We are. We're talking all about uh, careers, jobs, how to uh, find one, how to find a new one, how to make a career change, um, how to work part-time if you're not working at all and you're looking for something to do. Uh, we do have three guests in the studio if you're just tuning in. Uh, they are uh, Matt from the uh, East Coast Staffing Agency as well as um, Debbie and Sharon from the New Bedford Career Center. Uh, they do have the unemployment office there as well, but they work primarily in the career center, which is much more of a focus now. Instead of thinking of, of it as an unemployment office, it's a career center because you go there to find a career. So with that, um, I'm going to go first to the two ladies and ask if you have any tips, recommendations. People might not even know what Facebook is or what LinkedIn is. Um, I know personally that when we're looking to hire somebody, I check out to see if they have a, a LinkedIn account. I, I check their Facebook page if they have one because I don't want uh, to see anything really negative on there. Um, so what are some tips, and maybe you can actually explain what both of those sites are, and then some tips on how to make them presentable for potential employers. Okay, I do uh, put the Career Center. The Career Center itself has a Facebook page, and I post many jobs there, any of our latest events, upcoming job fairs, things like that. If you're not familiar with Facebook or LinkedIn, it's part of the social media. It's on the Internet, and most people will put use Facebook somewhat socially as even meeting family members they haven't seen forever or just keeping up to date. 
But a lot of employers nowadays, they will also look at your Facebook page to see what you're doing, what your pictures look like. Um, Be cautious. Definitely be cautious when you're on Facebook. You can have fun with that. But you also have to realize that employers now want to see, they want to know a little bit more about you when they're interested in hiring you. So you can put those pictures there. You can go on vacation, put those photos there. But a little tip might be, if you want to have another separate Facebook page, possibly, uh, if you want to post those you know, fun times that you don't want the employer to see, maybe you have a maiden name or a surname, something different that you want to list your name under, uh, and you can post your information there. But Facebook is a great tool. Employers will even put some information out there if they're familiar with what you do. They might, they might even uh, ask you if you're looking for a job. One of the best ones as far as if you're a professional and if you're looking for a job, uh, LinkedIn is the way to go because LinkedIn will connect you with people at different levels. They have tier one, tier two people, uh, and you can really find out so much about different companies. A lot of employers nowadays will not even post jobs. They will go on to LinkedIn and they will look at different groups. Maybe you've been in light bulbs or electric. You can join groups that have that as your industry. And employers will go on there. They'll post jobs. There's some great jobs on LinkedIn. So you're really missing out a great opportunity if you do not put your information on LinkedIn. It will take time. And I will tell I will tell you right now, my uh, profile is not 100%. It's at about 88, 89. Every week or so, I try to put a little bit more in there. But make it professional, make it neat, put as much information on there, get recommendations from some of your coworkers that you've worked with in the past, and it's a great opportunity, a great method to get your name and your face out there. A little tip about the picture, you can put your picture on your profile for LinkedIn. Try to make that one professional. Facebook, it's a fun thing, still keep it neat and clean, but with LinkedIn, keep it professional. It really makes a great impression. And that's a great tip, Debbie. I appreciate that. Uh, and it's a good point also. Uh, LinkedIn has actually changed a little bit in the past year where you can actually go on and endorse uh, your connections and they can endorse you for certain uh, uh, knowledges that you may have, uh, certain you know specific things that you are good at, that you excel at, uh, that you're knowledgeable, uh, knowledgeable about. People can actually say, yes, this person is uh, good at finance. This person is good at Word, uh, and so on. So it's it's an important thing to do to have a LinkedIn page, um, even if you're not looking right now. Uh, I have a LinkedIn page. I've had one for many years now. I get emails every once in a while from employers looking to find out uh, if I'm interested in you know switching careers or working for them. Um, they've they've viewed my profile on LinkedIn and they are interested in seeing if I'm. Uh, um, uh, looking to make a career change. So make sure that you create a LinkedIn account and um, have other people look at it. And I'm sure that at the Career Center and at the Staffing Service uh, that they can help you with that as well. Um, Matt, one of the services that you and I were talking about during the break that your company uh, provides is some do's and don'ts for interviewing. And you also uh, do some preparation for uh, the interview process. Is that correct? Yes, when um, when somebody is working with East Coast Staffing Solutions and finding a job, going through the interview process, uh, we really do walk somebody step through step by step 
through the entire process as far as making sure that their resume is as attractive as possible, um, do's and don'ts, like you said, for the interviews. And um, you know what I came up with here is just in general, whether you're utilizing East Coast Staffing Solutions in New Bedford or if you're just looking for a job on your own, I find that there's one, there's some people that just, they're not sure how to look for a job or they have an idea how to look for a job, but they're just not doing it the most effective way. And as we had discussed earlier, I think the most important thing is that individuals have a resume and they not only just have one, but it looks as aesthetically pleasing as possible. And a lot of times people will come into our office and they'll have an outline of what they've done for work. It shows their work history. And what we do is we help them um, make it look better. And um, But once you do have that resume, if you're applying for jobs and you email your resume to companies, you mail it to them, you fax it to them, I would say the second most important thing for individuals to do is to follow up that resume the next day with a phone call. Um, as mentioned before, when an employer runs an ad, they're getting hundreds of resumes. And they're not all qualified people, but you need to do something to separate yourself from the rest of the pack. And sometimes a phone call will at least put your, your name in the forefront of someone's mind. When they're going through those resumes, they'll say, oh, I remember John called yesterday. He left a message with the receptionist. The Let me ask you something yes. about the work history part. <clears throat> Let's say uh, I've been fired from a couple of jobs, all right? And, well, that's something that is <laughs> obviously, how do we take that experience and put it on a resume, or do we, or do you tone it down, or how do you handle a problem like that? Well, if you, if you were fired for, obviously, I'm assuming it's for a negative reason, it's it's hard to hide that fact because, you know, one of the other things I was going to talk about is be ready for the questions that you're going to be asked in an interview. Where Is that one you know, of them? One of the main things that <laughs> anyone's going to ask you is why did you leave that job? Okay. Um, especially if you're an individual that's had a lot of jobs in a short period of time. And if you got laid off, you want to know, well, how many other people did got laid off along with you? Um, and that's a question that employees will ask because if they laid off you – and 20 other individuals, right. then it looks like it's a bigger thing. But right. if you were the only one that got laid off, mm -hmm. then there might be some red flags that come up. So there's no real one thing to say. If you were fired from your last three jobs, the best thing to say, it's just at least go into the interview with a plan, with some justification, be ready to explain yourself on why you were fired and you know how it's not going to be something that's, that's going to happen in the future. Yes. And one important thing that I read somewhere years ago is to not blame others if you were fired um, or talk poorly about past employers. Mm -hmm. Just like entering into a new relationship, if you're meeting that new girlfriend going out on the first date, you don't want to talk about the ex. <laughs> so don't talk poorly about a past work experience because it will only reflect poorly upon you. This happens so often, Sharon and Deborah. Uh, even if somebody comes directly to an employer without using your services, they will start bad-mouthing why they want a, a job with you because they had to leave so-and-so and just go down a list. And the first thing you, you say is, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't want anyone like this working under my employed. T tell us uh, some of your experiences. Sharon? Oh, I've had many. I <laughs> Prior to coming to the uh, New Bedford Career Center, I worked at another career center, and I used to teach a lot of workshops. 
one of them was interviewing, and I people used to say to me, "Well, when I went on interview, I I'd ask people give me some examples of what you would say to the questions because people like that interaction." Right. And I would sit there and I'd be shocked. <laughs> and one was talking about your you know previous employer or even one ten years ago our coworker right. and you know or I worked with scum and you know why why we hear this and I look at them and say you're not getting the job. No. Once you get hired, you can badmouth anybody. Right. But once you're in there, never knock down your employer. You might have had a misunderstanding. Let it go because you have to sell yourself, and you're not going to be selling yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's healthy to move on, yeah. and that's yeah. what you're doing yeah. if you're Move looking forward. for something else. You're moving forward, moving on. Um, there's a couple of websites I just wanted to give out, but really you should go and see Matt at East Coast uh, Staffing Solutions or go to the Career Center um, and actually use their computers to go on these sites because they'll let you, they'll guide you through and show you how to use monster.com or how to use this or that. Um, if you're retired and you're looking for a job, there's a, a fairly new website out there called retirementjobs.com. Uh, and that's all about jobs if you are retired or retiring uh, but looking for something to do that's not full-time. The others you may or may not have heard of are Monster, CareerBuilder, Indeed, com and simplyhired.com. Those are just the top five or six. Uh, there's a lot more, but those are really the top ones that I would recommend going to. But again, I would really highly recommend going to. We have one our of... top one though. We have one even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, by all Mass. means. Gov what job is it? Quest, the state of Massachusetts job search site, which is mass.gov job quest site, where you can upload your resumes. Employers work with career centers throughout. Massachusetts to get job orders posted up on that site. Right. That's a legit site. Those those jobs, positions that you see on there are real employers, I call it. They're right. federal taxpaying employers. It doesn't stay up there for six months and it's been filled. It comes down in 30 days. Employers make the contact with the career center. I fill the position in two weeks. So we don't promote. We tell people, go to Indeed, Monster, but our job specialist at the career center and the business service teams throughout the state, we work with Mass.gov job posts. And you're free. And, and we're, we're free. free. <laughs> we're free. And I also wanted to mention, too, that once you put your profile on JobQuest as a job seeker, employers themselves will go on and try to find that person that will match the skills they're looking mm-hmm. for. People say, oh, no, that's uh, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. I've had one employer that calls at least once every three months, and he'll say, I've been looking on JobQuest. You know, either they found many people or they'll say, I can't believe it. People aren't putting their information on there. This is such a tool. And really, put your profile once you go on there, and you're able to even get hits to see where you match with different employers. Mm-hmm. So take advantage of this. It's really it's worthwhile. And as Phil just mentioned, it's free, and so is the uh, service that East Coast Staffing Solutions provides that uh, Matt works for. Uh, and these two, uh, these three people, these two companies, they work in unison to try to help you find a job and they don't charge anything for it. So really utilize their services. Uh, Matt, we had started a little bit of a discussion about uh, pros and cons, uh, do's and don'ts, some tips for either your resume that you either want to have in there or don't want to have in there, uh, and also things that you may or may not want to say during an interview process. Do you have uh, some more insight and input into into, uh, your resume or the interview process itself? Yes, on the on the the resume, like I said, you you want to have 
you want to have enough information on there, but you don't want to have too much information on your resume. The important information to have there is who you worked for, um, the dates of employment that you were there, and just a few bullet, bullet points on the type of work that you were doing there, any computer skills, any additional training that you've done you want to add on there, and any additional ed, um, education that might be relevant to the job that you're doing. A lot of people... Uh, seem to think that they have to put everything that they've done and everything that they know on their resume, but you only need to have pertinent information on how it relates to the job that you're looking for. Regarding the interview itself, um, you know, just a few things. One being, you know, be early for your interview. You know, mm-hmm. don't be on time. If you're not there at least five, ten minutes early, you know, you're you're late for the you're late for the interview. Um, you want to make sure that you are dressed appropriately. You don't have to be in a, a three-piece suit, you know, for for every interview. But you want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, that you're giving off the best first impression for every job, and just make sure that when you're going on an interview, regardless of what the job is, um, that you are, you know, dressed appropriately and dressed for success. Now, is with that a, position is now. that a problem nowadays? With let's just put it this way, with the cultural. <laughs> <laughs> nuances and I'll leave it at that <laughs> I don't think it's a, a culture uh, you know with that I, I find it to be more of a, a generational uh, thing where I think the younger job seekers out there they don't like I mentioned before they don't know how to look for a job and for whatever reason some people might think that it's all right to wear your best pair of jeans you know to an interview but even if you're going to for a job as you know uh, you know, even if it's a dirty job that you're going to do, you want to make sure that you're 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 wearing something nice that you that you look like I'm taking this job interview seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I mean I would say it's you know not not just a cultural thing, but it's a, I, I find it to be more of a generational thing where people just don't don't know how, how negative it could be. Mm-hmm. Phil, is that why you were looking at me so funny last night when I saw you at Walmart and I was out with my pajamas? No, it was the nose ring that took me by surprise, Pete. I was just trying to fit in, Phil. Uh, One other thing, and it's absolutely true what Matt said, show up early, show up at least five or ten minutes early. And after the interview, one one tip that I could mention is write a note, a hand note. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people send emails, some people don't do anything, but if you actually put a little thank you note, thank Mm -hmm. you for the interview, I look forward to hearing from you, it means the world of difference in this, in today's world, with with electronic uh, mail and everything else done online or not done at all in some cases, when you get a card in the mail from somebody that you interviewed, you want to talk about sticking out. You just brought up a fabulous point, Pete. When um, younger people come here to the radio station and ask for advice on how to enter broadcasting communications, uh, they're always selling me on why they want to get into the business and because it's mostly self-centered. I want to grow. I want to be a big market announcer someday. I want to get into sports, be on television. I always end up saying, but what can you offer the employer that's going to be truly of value so that you become attractive. We know what you want to do with your future, Mm -hmm. but what are you going to offer the employer so that your employment helps the company grow? And uh, any comments? Phil, you hit it right on the nail. Uh, That is so important. That is one of the tips that I always tell people when they go into an interview. Always remember, it's not what you what they can do for you is what you can do for them. And that is so important. 
find out about the company, find out about the mission statement. That was perfect, Phil. You, that is exactly research. what we say. Yeah, research. I tell people, hey, you know, Google's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Research. Get on there. Look up the employer. When you're sitting with them and you saw something like their sales profit went up, you know, X amount, a million dollars this year. They're saying, wow, this person's really putting the effort into looking into my company and the organization. And he was saying, get to the job early. You have more time on your hands when you're job seeking. Go the day before. Take a dry run. A lot of construction's going on, especially now. It's spring. Right. You know, detours. Take that dry run the day before. Go. Even if you get there early, sit in the car. And for smokers, don't smoke. I know you're nervous. Don't go in there smelling like you had about 15 cigarettes on that <laughs> five-mile drive. That's you know? right. No, those are important things. Yeah, Employers they say really are. Employees tell Deb and I what they're looking for, yeah. what they see, yeah. and that we bring it right back out to the job seeker. And I have to bring this up. I'm sure it's been something that's been heard time and time again. Young men, please keep your pants up. <laughs> I know some people say we have to even say you know, it's, it. It's crazy that you have to say that you have to keep your pants where they belong. Uh, it's very important. We have one employer that specifically has it stated in their job order that they need to come in for an interview properly dressed, no baggy hanging pants. This is uh, another cultural change that we have to, uh, uh, I guess, adjust to. But these are the signs of, uh, of changes. Yeah, and to think people used to get into their uh, shirt and tie and wear their best hat just to go to a baseball game back 100 years ago. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But to the, their point where they were talking about doing your research and knowing the company, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're interviewing with a company through East Coast Staffing Solutions, we generally do a lot of that work for you, and we find – we know our clients and we hit all the main bullet points about what they do and what they're looking for. But if there's anything else that you can find on their website that you yeah. could bring up in the interview that shows, hey, I took the time mm -hmm. to look at your website to find out a little bit about your product, about your profits or whatnot, um, it, it, it goes a long, a long way. Huh. And Matt, um, you had given out your phone number and your address at the beginning. I'm going to ask all of you to do uh, this again before uh, the end of the show uh, in case somebody wasn't listening. These services are free. Mm -hmm. Please take advantage of them. They will help you. It's a wonderful service. Um, Matt, could you give out your address, your the name of your company again, and your phone number? Yes. Uh, my company, we are East Coast Staffing Solutions. We're we are in the south end of New Bedford in the Howland Place building. Our address is 651 Orchard Street. We're on the third floor in Suite 307. Our direct phone number is 508-990-7670. Our website is eastcoaststaffingsolutions.com. We keep that updated with our open jobs. And, um, you know, we're not only we are a free service to the person that is looking for a job, uh, specifically if you're someone that has been out of work for a little while and you're having a hard time finding a job because you've been out of the job market. You know, a lot of our temporary assignments that we have or attempt to hire assignments, we can get you into, get you back into the workforce, and then we could take it from there. And for anyone that owns a business or is in a management position with a company, our service is on a contingency basis. So it doesn't cost you anything to interview people from us to see if maybe the people that we find are any better than the people that you find on your own. Um, it only costs you money if you do decide to go forward and hire uh, one of our excellent employees. And once again, you can uh, reach us at 508-990-7670. 
And we only have about two minutes left. I can't believe it. I didn't even go through half of the stuff that I printed out and researched, and we didn't get into the senior tips. But um, please, if you are a senior and you're looking for part-time, full-time work, contact uh, either Debbie or Sharon or Matt. all three of you, thank you so much for coming here. I'm going to ask uh, either you, Debbie, or you, Sharon, to just give your phone number one more time. Okay. Um, my name is Sharon Martin, and I'm here with Deb Rijo. We are the business service team at the Greater New Bedford Career Center. You can reach us at 618 of Avenue, New Bedford, or you can call us directly at 508-990-4115. We do help people find jobs, but most importantly, we do outreach to employers to work directly with us. We service them, but every Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I am on this radio show talking about the hot jobs of the week. I come on around 8.40 a.m. sometime. And sound great. But also, thank you, on May 7th, this is very important, we are having a job fair at the Greater New Bedford Career Center from 9 to 12. We will be having all our staff there assisting with everyone. East Coast Staffing is one of our employees will be there. We have around 12 employers coming at this time, and we're just going to keep inviting more and more. Great. That's great. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Debbie. And thank you, Matt, so much. You provided so much information, and we really appreciate it. And thank you, Phil. Oh, Pete, it was a pleasure. And uh, all I can say is thank God I didn't have to think of Plato or Socrates this (laughs) week. This was an enjoyable show, Pete. Study up for next week, Phil. (laughs) Will do. And until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Depend on Money Wise Radio Show to dispense some of the best information you'll have. Until next week, on behalf of everyone here, so long, everybody.